Good. Okay. Welcome back to the Spark and Plug Talks. Um, this is God season three. I've aged about fifteen years in a in the span of a couple months, and uh, we are here today with the fantastic, extremely talented, beautiful, amazing, way better than Garth Brooks. Keep going. Keep going. Beautiful is about me, by the way. Super tall wow. and not short, wow. and with amazing <laughs> hair. And dr- impeccably dressed. Well Ross shaved. Clayton. Well <laughs> shaved. Yes. Ross Clayton and Amanda Fortney. Thank you. Thank you. This is a well shaved about Amanda. She's, she's <laughs> she keeps it well. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, uh, yeah. but we'll let that, know, I wasn't we'll pointing fingers. You know. <laughs> yeah, the listeners. <laughs> to the listeners. They have no video evidence. Well, I guess they do because they just recorded a Spark and Plug episode and it was fantastic. They did four songs. Um, one, that they were, well, two, I guess, that you guys were both like, fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It was Two so- of them were unreleased, and one of them, yeah, we played for the first time last night. And the other one we've been playing for a little while. It's getting ready to go get mixed and stuff, but we didn't prepare to play that song. So Fantastic. we just kind of winged it. Wung it? Wong, wing. Winged. Is it winged? I think it's, it's the past tense. I think it's wanged it. Wanged it. <laughs> We fucking wanged it, man. (laughs) Well, fantastic, man. Uh, Thank you guys so much for making the trek out here. Thanks for having us. Um, I know know you guys had said it was kind of the best of both worlds because it's a little meeting place right there in the middle instead of having to drive very far one way, very far the other way. So it works out good. I always love it when that happens. You know, some people are like, it was only an hour and a half. And I know it's only an hour and a half, like in the grand scheme of things, it's not that far, but I'm like, Thank you for coming all the way out here. No, it's it's awesome. And I've gotten so used to it now. You know, like I've been in Oklahoma for 10 years. And it's funny. I talk to people from Nashville or I talk to people. I'm from Chicago originally. And uh, you talk to people from Chicago. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to my buddy's house right down the road. 25, 30 minutes. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? 25, you have a car? 25 <laughs> minutes in your vehicle? Man, we were in a band yeah. one time and we got done. We came out here and... We had we had a little get together and we partied and shit. And the next morning we woke up to go to IHOP, and two of the people in the band were from Oklahoma City, and they're like, "How far is IHOP from here?" I'm like, oh, "Like thirty minutes down the road." Jesus fuck, <laughs> we were in the middle of nowhere. This is all they said. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. I'm like, what? Yeah, you know, I was like, hey, hey buddy, it's relax. Oklahoma. You're yeah. twenty minutes from anything you want to do. Drive wherever. He's got to get used to commutes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. The uh, so. I guess we'll, we'll let's break down the musical childhoods oh, oh, oh. of uh, let's let's deep dive into wow. the brains, <laughs> and uh, because I want to know uh, where you guys are coming from musically. What kind of uh, stuff were you guys listening to that uh, you would say maybe doesn't influence you right now, but then was like the uh, the grand harbinger of it all mm. to use that pretentious article's word, dude. That was quite nice. an article, harbinger. Dude. <laughs> um, so luminary my musical yeah, luminaries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, honestly, uh, a lot of I I, w- I don't know if you could say that it um, influenced. I think it does in some weird way. You know the way the brain works and music work together. But like I'm sure it's in there somehow. I don't know how I could point it out to you. Um, but like the first band that I ever got into um, on my own, right? That wasn't like introduced mm-hmm. by my parents or. Um, the first band that I got into, uh, was Coheed and Cambria with oh my, my friends, God. Uh, hey, dude. with oh, my yeah. friend, Aaron, if you hear this, um, love you. Need but, to meet our friend, uh, 
who was it that we had? Dakota. A, yeah, Dakota. Dude, he just posts riff on Instagram all the Coheed. time. Yeah. Just just Coheed. That's Dude. all. He just shreds on Coheed. I was time. like, I'm, I like to consider myself a bit of an elder emo. They, like, that was my, <laughs> I remember, gosh, I think it was 2005 was my first show. I would have been 15 or 14 and snuck in. Uh, me and Aaron snuck into it and, uh, because it was, I think it was a 21 and over show, or maybe, I don't, I don't know, maybe it wasn't. Either way, it was like the first band that I really dug my teeth into, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like on my own, and it's just... And was that a Coheed show? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It was a Coheed show that we snuck into, and um, it, was, oh, it was just so rad. Just the first time seeing like a rock concert, like a, at a, in yeah. a kind of a dingy club too, you know? Like they weren't that huge just yet. Super they weren't big and um it was just rowdy man like all the songs they played way too fast because it was just Hell so punk yeah. you know what i mean and it's just fucking hair man just oh, takes up a third of, of the stage oh yeah and it's you can't see his face and he shreds and like it it was just a out-of-body experience and so that was like the first that i feel like that's at the core of my musical being um, so that's what got you into country music. That's what got me into good old country music. No, because uh, then on the other side of that spectrum is what my parents introduced me to and, and what I listened to growing up, which is a lot of Bob Seger, Tom Petty, The Eagles, um, Earth, Wind & Fire, The Talking Heads. Oh, very cool. Um, it was a pretty eclectic mix of stuff that was playing in the household. Are you excited um, for that um, Talking Heads a24 paramore thing have I you seen that no i didn't know that was a they're thing. doing like a um what's their documentary or what's that show uh movie documentary thing oh, that the talking um, heads did i don't remember uh, but i know what you're talking about i can't remember what it's called man that's it's super famous one classic all the time it's super famous but anyways they're re- there's like a Mo- a huge crew of like different bands and stuff redoing each of the songs yeah and the only instagram post on paramore's Instagram is a little clip of them doing burning down the house and it's like a 24s filming it and producing yeah. it or something. You know, okay, so famous, yes, like, I am very excited about that now that I know about it. <laughs> it, it was like, uh, it was pretty cool. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It, she, she like pulls out the big suit and Fuck, then man, it just kind of starts playing and stuff. If there's one band that could pull off that shit is Paramore. Cause like that, Paramore that for la- sure. after laughter album sounds kind of talking heads. Well, dude, this last album they did was like mega, talking heads i mean yeah, i thought it was like yeah. straight out of blondie and uh yeah, talking heads playbook, man. that was like oh it came across right away you know you do that sort of you sit back and you're like wait a minute this is not you you get kind of irritated at first you're like this is not paramore this, this is, is very Haley williams what are they paramore. like trying to graduate yeah. into something else damn it i don't what want you, you like, tell don't me they're change. expanding their artistic <laughs> views as don't a band. change what the fuck? i liked That's what bullshit. you did the first time and i want you to never do anything else <laughs> just play when it rains yeah. That's what, that's all i want but no, but then you listen to it uh, a couple times through that album, and you're like, "Oh, this rips!" Top yeah, to bottom. exactly. No, awesome. totally. Yeah, I was I was of the exact same view of a bunch of different. You know, you as you get you like what you like, mm-hmm. but then it's total. It's just a crock of bullshit to just like put that band in that corner. Oh yeah, because they're humans too, and to just be like, "What do you mean? Yeah, I only want this." You know, yeah. Well, Metallica, why do you have? To, why does your snare have to sound like a trash can? I want it to sound like. No, I'm just. Yeah. Playing. <laughs> it oh, did sound large. bad. It sounded bad. Okay, oh, it sounded large. bad. Um, no, I, I I had this actual like a similar conversation about Coheed and Cambria um, at the last show that I was at with my buddy, 
And he's been to like 40 some shows. I think I've been to 20 some coheed shows. Whoa. Like way too many. Yeah. Um, but it's my favorite thing. So, fucking uh, a, dude. what? That's a fucking A. Yeah, fucking A. Um, but, you know, as coheed has, they've been a band for, you know, 22, 20, 20 years. And um, that's a long time. That's a long a time band. to be putting out music. And all of us, like me and Aaron, are like, yeah, their new stuff is good. It's coheed. You know, and but it's not it's not the first album. Yeah. It's not second stage. It's not you know um, keeping secrets. It's it's not that. It's something else. And you sort of in in your mind you're like it's not that. And so I don't like it as much because it's not what I fell in love with. But at the same, then some guy turned to us and he's like, "How about you appreciate the fact that your favorite band is still putting out music twenty years later? Do you know how many people get to enjoy that?" Uh, then you were, and I was, was like, real "Well." Quiet. <laughs> I'm a dumbass, man. Sorry. That's, a, that's the only perspective I should have. Like, ugh. Fuck yeah, man. it's Wisdom. hard. It's I've heard this, I share the same sentiment on like Pearl Jam's yeah. last album, Gigaton. Like, I, yeah, so that's Pearl Jam is me and Aaron's favorite band. Yeah. That, and, um, but the fact I love that all still, of the music. They're like the, and, you know, Gigaton may not bands. scratch that itch for me, but like, there's songs on it I appreciate and can yeah. understand where they're coming from. But the fact that they're all still alive and they're still playing, yeah, right. amongst the other four Seattle bands, like that's you know, can't ask for more, man. No. You gotta, yeah, you gotta change your perspective, and that that did, and now I'm like Coheed rips top to bottom every song. <laughs> it's a mess. But Amanda, yes, tell us about yourself. Myself, I've been stealing the. So about musical bands or like my musical background or both? Yeah, well, both. Yeah, yeah, both. yeah, yeah. Okay, because you didn't. Did you want to talk about your musical background first? Well, no, we'll hop no. over to okay. it. We'll hop yeah, over. We'll, my okay, I just didn't want to. Oh no, we'll come back around. <laughs> okay, it's just okay, the train okay. in the motion right now. Uh, let's see. So I grew up classically trained, playing an orchestra. I was gonna music. say, did you always want to play uh, fiddle or was it kind of a? I do both. Like, I oh, okay. do all styles. So oh, I grew okay. up classically trained. When I was in college, I started playing in a band setting. I just started playing by ear, and I fell in love with it because I've always read music, and so it was a whole different world for me. So when yeah. I started doing that, I was like, man, this is amazing. It's just a whole different way of thinking and playing. And so I love doing both. So, like, I still love doing gigs where I have to read the music, but I love it when I'm just getting to Getting to make it my own stuff, just it's gonna yeah. improvise. And, yeah, yeah. It feels really creatively fulfilling. It is, yeah. You know, as opposed to reading stuff mm -hmm. that that has its place, and that's totally right, cool. Right. But it is, I don't know. It's a totally different. It's a feeling. more in the moment feeling yeah. because mm -hmm. you don't know what's gonna happen. I usually don't play the exact same thing every time, so it's just like, okay, what am I feeling right now? So I've heard like, that yeah. sentiment from pretty much everybody who's gone from uh, classically trained to yeah. You know, they vice, yeah. the, the opposite of that. Yeah. yeah, sawing on a fiddle. And, and, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yours. It's, it, the piece that you know that you're jamming on, that's your piece. You know, when you have yeah. to read music, it's somebody else's. You exactly. Know, some, you know, not all the time, but most of the time, it's you know, right. Somebody else's. Somebody else wrote that yep. piece. You know. So I love both worlds. I love all those worlds. Um, growing up, I listen. I'm kind of embarrassed. Like it's just pop stuff. Like no, I don't, don't be embarrassed at all. You like what you <laughs> like. Exclusively <laughs> listen to the Wiggles. Autumn Raglan. <laughs> 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 perfect. Absolutely perfect. Autumn Raglan was like, I'm a Swifty. I really don't listen to a ton of other stuff. That's funny. I fucking love Taylor Swift. Like, I was like, dude, I own mean, it. You got it. I had some good stuff. I I mean, my parents listened to like the Temptations and the Beatles. And so I had some really good, like Elton John, like all that. It's great. My dad was real into blues. So like Stevie Ray Vaughan and stuff like that. So I'm proud of that kind of stuff. But there was some embarrassing stuff along the way. I feel like my Like musical... Captain and Tennille? <laughs> no. Vertical Horizon? That's not embarrassing. I love that. That's a great band. That's amazing. 
<laughs> but I feel like my musical taste didn't really evolve until I was in college. So like that's when I really ha- feel more like what I listen to oh, now. Oh yeah. Uh, and Ross is gonna make fun of me because he always makes fun of me whenever I talk about Radiohead. But they are my favorite band oh, of all time. Shut up. Oh my god, amazing. so cliche. So no, but it's because <laughs> they are the best band on the planet. Like okay, nobody. Computer oh, fish shake cool sauce. Um, no, I say okay, in rainbows is my favorite. So. Oh, sorry, in rainbows. No. Uh, that's uh, the one from. Uh, is that the one from like 2008? It's yeah, it's or one of their later the, ones. It has yeah. like weird fishes and like yeah, 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 yeah. arpeggio. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I used to really dislike Radiohead. Has all yeah. that pretentious music it. on the album? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, just I, kidding. Exactly. Radiohead don't sue me. Me and Aaron <laughs> would just sit there and just like and and fucking, Adam was a big Radiohead. I, Radiohead sucks. Yeah. Radiohead sucks. Radiohead sucks. <laughs> and, then, and then I heard High and Dry. On, That's what I'm uh, saying. You have to listen to their older stuff. The well, bins? H- here's the thing. Fuck, was I was movie? just a pretentious asshole who had never even listened to Radiohead except yep. for Creep. I was just yeah. like, oh. listen, I know music. I'm 17. <laughs> I know music, okay? If there's one thing I know, it's music. All right? And Radiohead National sucks. Anthem. And National Anthem oh, it's fucking amazing. rips, dude. So I saw them in at Red Rocks. And it was oh, cool. a religious oh, yeah. experience. Okay. Like I've never seen anything like it. I probably be. never will. Like it was insane. Like they are the like every single person that band, insane musicians. You always hear about Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, but Phil Sully, their drummer, and uh, yeah. Colin Greenwood, who is Johnny's brother, plays bass. He's amazing. I feel like they're mm. so overlooked. Like you what's always, that live session? Radiohead is not overlooked. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like, any hey, stretch listen, of the imagination. I, I, I would hey, agree wait, with that. They're definitely I was not saying, like Ed. Oh, oh you were saying it was just bassist in the drum. Let's just sit yes. back and let them let them take the podcast. <laughs> this off. is obviously a sore spot. This is a sore spot. Band members finally duking it out we're, we're instead of on stage. We're working out some tension right yeah. now. Yeah. This is just going to explode on stage. Eric, bump the levels up. I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying like no, well, Radiohead's like definitely the underdog. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, what the no, fuck no. Are you no. Con Greenwood, Phil Selway, Ed O'Brien, you. They are overlooked because Tom York and Johnny Greenwood get all the credit. Everybody's like, oh, they're creative right. geniuses, but so are the rest of them. Do you like the yeah, smile? For sure. Oh, I love the smile. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I really want to go see them. Yeah, I bet that'd be a great show. Uh, you went to, so you said you saw them in Red Rocks. Yeah. Was Red Rocks an amazing venue? Oh, it was like, insane. did it sound really good? Yes. Okay. It was cool. Have, you, have you ever been? No, I have Is not. You gotta go. hyped up? Oh, you absolutely. Go. So, like, when we, we were waiting in line outside of the actual amphitheater, and they were sound checking, and you could hear it bouncing off of all the different like cliffs cool. and everything. Yeah. It was amazing. It's wow. not just Colorado winds, Colorado winds being themselves and pretentious and like I live in the mountains and yeah. drive. I'm <laughs> better than you. Being yeah. crunchy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Being crunchy. Exactly. Being crunchy. Well, people come from all over to that venue. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not. It's it is adequately hyped up. It's amazing. It's Have like, you guys it's been a bucket, to the, it's an or the caverns? Yeah. yeah it's because both of those, those, that one where they do, the it's in the cave. <laughs> oh, I don't know. that one. No, it's I've called the caverns. I think it's in Tennessee. Maybe. How can that sound good? I don't know. They have huge concerts. It's big. It's very big. Can you like imagine it's a, in a cavern? cavern? Yes. It's like an underground cavern. So the bitch is just constantly in reverb. That's what I'm saying. I don't, like, I don't know, but it's supposed to be amazing. Those are the two. Ven- I was just wondering because those are like the two. Red Rocks and the caverns are like the two. I would want to go to that really go just to, to see yeah, how I'll they made a cave sound good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But maybe we're being the pretentious ones, and we go, and it's like, oh wow, this this sounds amazing. But oh no, no. <laughs> I, we have we totally have, have the, grounds to have question that. Have the caverns that. ever like, heard of Radiohead? Yeah, <laughs> you know, true. Very overlooked well, I, band. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> oh, very man. overlooked band. Um, no, I, we have every right to question 
whether a fucking band sounds good in a cave. Because if you brought, like, can you imagine saying that, like, that idea? Whoever brought that idea Man, to the table? Man, you think like Radiohead? Like, you, you know what? We, cave yet? <laughs> yeah, you haven't listened you know, to true Radiohead. You know where we should open a venue? In a cave. You're not you a real should, fan. Don't say that to anybody. You should shut that idea down right now. Maybe <laughs> they only have like jam bands and EDM artists, so it doesn't matter it's if they sound good. EDM. Jesus it's just Fish is exclusive. Fucking <laughs> venue. You say that, but I'm fish, pretty yeah. sure I've only ever seen like Fish advertise there and, and EDM at artists the, at the caverns for like. Ten I have years. seen Fish three times, all within one weekend, and it was all pretty fucking bad. My fish. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the mistake of saying I. I was like, I don't know if I like Fish because all the albums I've listened to, and then a guy that was really big, Fish Head, he was like, that's bullshit. Don't listen to the albums. Don't listen to the albums. You got to see them live. That is Dude. the only way to see them. And I was like, but I fell asleep. Play for like like six I was hours, at a festival man. and I just fell asleep on the ground. I have no like, interest it was, in seeing a so, jam band it was a good, like Fish or anything. Dude, yeah. But Dave I Matthews, like man, I really want to see them. What? I like being in a jam band, but <laughs> being in a jam band. You don't want to cool. watch it. But also, <laughs> how can you say, like, why would you say, oh, don't listen to the albums? That's what they say. Oh, though. do you mean don't listen to the thing that artists put out so that everyone can hear how they That's sound? That's what they say. They're like, they're, like what? The, uh, the studio doesn't do it. Doesn't do it justice. justice. Then don't do a studio. <laughs> why would you? Oh, you have to sleep outdoors for three days. Not you shower. have to you have to take at least three or four yeah, hits dude, of acid. I'm sorry if I have to and be on acid awesome. and unwashed and like in a field and to enjoy awesome. that music. Then I don't know. Then you're just not a real fan. I don't know. It's my speed. That's all I'm saying. I <laughs> you're not a deadhead. You're not fish food. You're nothing. <laughs> what yeah. am I gonna be like? Who who am I supposed to root? You can for? like Dave Matthews Band. For- that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave Matthews Band's pretty safe. I can't Dave stand Matthews <laughs> Band. Dave is pretty. I can't stand. Dave is a safe space. Dave is a. I fucking love Dave Matthews Band. I don't give. It. I will defend that dude to the ends of earth. You know what I? Does he sound to? really fucking weird and dog-like in some of his clips? Yeah, but, doesn't <laughs> but who doesn't? Yeah, but, but who doesn't? doesn't? Like, fuck man, Neil Young, dude. I've seen like, Tom York clips that are highly questionable. <laughs> no offense, man. You know that would just Ow, spat it out. I'm that sorry. You know a little that's personal. It wasn't, I swear. <laughs> I didn't have that prepped. Yeah, I mean, Idols is just an angry British guy screaming at you the entire time. You know? It's true. I love Idols, though. Have you seen I, that no, really cool weird shit. clip We're of th- them at the awards show? Nothing about you has ever been mended. Oh, dude, what? <laughs> Why am I being screamed at? Dude, that guy just said he wanted a big bowl of beans and toast, <laughs> but it sounded like That's he was so going to fight British. me. <laughs> That's so fucking... I want a big... What did he say? A big bowl of beans and toast? <laughs> That's he aggressive. doesn't really say that. Don't they say No, he could say anything. Don't want a big bowl of beans and toast. Come on. Don't British people put beans on their toast? Yeah. That's they eat so beans weird. For Why? That's Have you gross. seen the eel? They eat like eel jello and stuff. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Why? What? I'm dead serious. Eel it's a, jello. It's on a great. Uh, I've seen blood pudding, but I've never seen eel jello. <laughs> No, Eric, pulled up. Jamie, pulled up. Dude, yeah, Jamie, they do like, Jamie, look that up. <laughs> oh, well, you know what I could go for? It was a bowl of slimy beans. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, it would sound real good. Some, a, some a mushy fish, eels. A fish with a big whopping head on it. You know, I don't no, care. No, don't chop that fucking thing. I don't off. care. Just a big head. What Tom Holland says. <laughs> he was talking shit about, like, hamburgers what? or something. He was saying, like, American cuisine. Oh, shut up. Oh, I know. It was like American go, cuisine is, uh, he's like, it's all just from everywhere else. It's like, it's you all. You ever had a steak, motherfucker? Yeah, I know, dude. You, you ever had a fried steak, bitch, ever, or catfish? Ever... <laughs> Wake up, cocksuckers, it's all over. <laughs> you ever chopped <laughs> <laughs> You ever just chop a slice of a, a, 
a cow off and just, you know, you fucking eat it, burn it, <laughs> and slap it right down here on my plate. You ever eat cow balls, motherfucker? You ever drink a whole bottle of Heinz 57 while you're waiting on the all main entree to come through? Terror you can, you can keep your mushy me. peas. You want to go to the chippy and get some mushy peas? Shut the fuck up. Chippy makes the one Neil Loss feel better. <laughs> Let's hope you never play over in Britain. God, um, we I won't are now. stupid. <laughs> I won't now. You're, black you're black you. Yeah, I was going to say you're blacklisted from the country, yeah. bro. Dude, the prime minister just there listened is, to bro. that. Oh, gosh. Am I missing like gray, rainy weather like we have all Ross, day? Ross, like, let me tell you, we've got eight listeners. Seven <laughs> of those are just my immediate family. The eighth one is the prime minister of Britain. Oh, that makes sense. Eric, Eric, too. You got nine. Well, I got oh, and Eric. So I got a Thanks, message Eric. for the prime minister. Fix the weather, and then more people Fix will not be <laughs> depressed. And maybe your food will improve. We know there's weather machines. That's that a, we know there's weather machines. It's rigged. Yeah, there's already there's already <laughs> fake snow in Colorado. You know, they're, it's true that all the resorts they make fake snow mm. and they pump that shit. Well, up they do there. that over like, in Dubai. Why do you need stuff? that? True. Dubai is such a like. Can you? What is that place? Like, why is that place? People were like, "Holy shit, oil!" And people were like, "I'll give you money for that." And they're like, "We need a city." And say who our least favorite country is, oh. Dylan. Ooh. Um, yeah. oh, I don't yeah. know this about is- this. <laughs> Chile. <laughs> why yeah, Chile? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck why? Yeah, Chile didn't do anything. I gotta to have you, a dude. reason. Just down there. He didn't say explain. He just said go around and Drew, name them. Let's give it a oh. quick fire, man. Oh. What's yours? What's your least favorite country? Oh. Think about it, Ross. Oh. What's yours? Dude, do you know how? Uh, so much pressure. Wrong answer. <laughs> Put him in the murder bathroom. Mine's Pennsylvania. <laughs> Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> I don't know enough about geography to dispute it, but that sounds wrong. Yeah. Wait a second. <laughs> so what kind of Come musical on, plans kind of, you guys got coming up? What kind of plans we got coming up? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Um, in well, a actually, couple actually, weeks. actually, actually, let's digress because we didn't come back to your musical <gasps> upbringing. We fully, yeah, we got fully digress here. We... <laughs> We went off on tangents. That's what we do. It's a yeah. podcast. It's white guys on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so can we talk about Triple X? White guys on a podcast. White guys on a podcast. Listen to what's what your we favorite say. Vince Vaughn movie? Uh, not uh, what's the uh, uh, Wedding Crashers for sure. Good, good answer. That's good. Answer. That's Do- really dodgeball. Dodgeball is pretty good. Great. Yeah, but if you want like one-liners, it's gonna be Wedding Crashers. True Detective season two is for me. You motorboat uh, son of a bitch. Uh, come on, get him, get him out of here. There's no other season of True Detective than the first one. True. Have you seen the fourth season? Though? I've heard no. the fourth one's supposed fourth to be good. really good. It's got Jodie Foster. Dude, in it. Jodie, Jodie Foster's amazing. Foster. Oh, she hasn't been anything I mean, forever. I know, wow. but I just yeah. you can't. You're not going to beat McConaughey. And, and I didn't understand Harrelson. why people were so. I hadn't seen the first season until maybe God, two weeks ago. The first season, so and I didn't understand why people fawn over McConaughey so Dude. much. I'd seen him in other stuff. I was like, oh, you know, whatever. Um, saw him in Interstellar. I saw Dazed and Confused. You know, I was like, yeah, he's a guy. You know, he does stuff. I saw the first season and I was like, I love him. Yeah. I love him so much. Did you know that Dude, they found amazing. out that him and Woody Harrison are actually brothers? They're, no. <laughs> what? They're just like pot brothers. They're just I'm like, fucking serious. Look no, it up, dude. Nah. They share the same fucking dad. Look no, it up. They don't. What? That's a lie. Look it up. We got Google here, guys. I don't have my when phone. When did on they me. find this out? Jamie, pull After this up. After the True <laughs> Detective <laughs> season, dude. I swear to or is Jamie know, slash Eric, pull this up. Yeah. <laughs> It was a cracked article. Oh, 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 okay, cool. It was a Watch Mojo top ten. It was a dude. It's credible. Watch Mojo is a. Cre- I list it right next to Wikipedia. Keith Urban that- is the luminary of all within the realm of country music. 
Matt McConaughey Brothers. I love what you can search on Google, and it knows the answer. Oh, yeah. Well, it's listening to us. All the time. Now I you're just, gonna get TikToks that are like we're, we're gonna get hard, Cup ads. They're just gonna be badass <laughs> Matthew McConaughey edits. How do you spell McConaughey? Uh, good luck. M- I think it's better C- to say Woody Harrison. C O N. Woody Harrelson and Matt Matthew. M C C O N A U G H E Y. I'm just I sent I sent it. It's started Woody Harrelson. It started a rumor. It's not a real thing. It's a it's rumor. A real thing. It's a real thing. I saw rumor. it once online, and Look I decided to go with that take forever. Thing. Dude, my neighbor Fake shared it news. on Facebook. She so does a good job true. of fact-checking. Fake Ooh. news. Yeah, Miss Bates, don't fuck around. <laughs> that motherfucker, wherever you read that, the same people that were like, there's lead in the Stanley Cups. There's lead. <laughs> that was weird, because that was the next video on TikTok. That was oh, the- my God. <laughs> Actually, I don't have TikTok. Let's put that out there. I don't have that Chinese malware. <laughs> the hot malware. take we were going to, you were going to tell us a hot take. Oh, well, Chappelle. we've, oh, we've gone so far afield. Oh, true. We were going to go back to musical. We did digress, and then we regressed. Uh, aggressed and now we need to digress <laughs> again. yet again. Now we need to digress, but backwards. Or regress. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about? We're what you <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. What do you want to talk about? What did you, So where did you actually come from? Uh, my mom. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that was going to be the answer. But, I left myself um, open to that. I apologize <laughs> to everyone listening. That's my fault. Um, I'll cut one of my fingers off right now. <laughs> now, so I, I'm I'm from Chicago, born and raised. Uh, Evans, well, I was born in Chicago. Moved, so you're a White Sox fan. Moved. I am not. I am. Uh, I'm a chosen one, and I am a Cubs fan. Um, <laughs> nice. I do not. A lot venture, of Cubs fans around I do here. not venture to the south side of Chicago. Yuck! Yuck! Out with Sox fans. Some of my best friends are Sox fans, and um, I think less of them for it. But uh, well, to be in a brutally great part honest. of the city. Oh yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's changed <laughs> names like nine times now. Nobody remembers, dude. The, the socks are so underserved in Chicago. It's almost unfair. I don't care because I don't like them, but it's like it's almost <laughs> unfair because they, like, they dude. Sports Illustrated or I think it was Sports Center. I don't know. One of them did like a piece on Chicago championships, and they fucking completely left out the White Sox because yeah, they won in uh, they won in two thousand and two. Uh, 11 see i can't even tell you when the white Sox won What's the world series but they did they won a, a shit. they won a world series and sports center just left it out they were like the cubs won finally <laughs> which was great but and then you know because the bulls the cubs the uh the hawks the blackhawks the, the bears the bears have been a while but at least yeah. they win I'm a, I'm a huge packers fan so i enjoy every second of it oh yeah yeah do you want to talk about aaron Rodgers and what a joy what a what a mensch that guy's turned into. Dude, yeah. <laughs> sure, he's a fucking creepy. I mean, the last the few years of Green Bay, I was like, God, just... Wait, which Aaron Rodgers are you talking so about? We- that quarterback. Okay. Not you, Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. His name's actually Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Oh, uh, but it's Aaron Rodgers. Dude, it's spelled different. My name was Aaron. I didn't know. No, no D in the last name, just R-O-G-E-R-S. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone... Uh, You're yeah. so confused. Dox like, him on Facebook. this guy. What yeah. the hell? Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> I actually had a conversation. He comes onto my podcast and he morning. calls me a fucking weirdo. <laughs> you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? What a fucking piece of shit. You ever met that guy? Piece of, I'm like, oh. I, I met him today. This is so fucking, awkward. I hate his hat. It's like, <laughs> what's wrong with my fucking hat? I hate when he wears jean jackets. He, oh. like, this is a t-shirt. <laughs> the uh, fucker. This is an outer layer. This is not. A jacket. Yeah, this the, is my uh, second layer. That guy was going off the rails, man. When he 
he just like is such an attention whore, just an un- unnecessary attention yeah. whore. Oh, yeah. That n- not you, Aaron Rodgers. Thank you. That Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. But it, like, dude, just chill the fuck out. Like when he was doing when it was a pandemic. That's really yeah. when it, when I was like, dude, why do you gotta? They asked you if you were what was it? It was he was like, he was like they said, are you vaccinated? And he said, I'm. Uh, he didn't say I'm vaccinated. He oh said, no, yeah, he said I'm inoculated or something. Yeah, like, something yeah. like that. And everyone was like, "Cause he got oh, it." Okay, yeah, that's a made up word. That's and, not he, real. and he did, and he was just like, "Yeah, I've got homeopathic methods." So you know, and it's like, dude. Well, why and even recently, he's been sounding off on a bunch of stuff, and he just sounds like a, like a Jimmy lunatic. Jimmy Kimmel feud. That's yeah, the Jimmy talking. Kimmel feud. What feud? He just was. He just <laughs> he was like. He was just like. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I, I just think that he It's the Epstein Island thing And he was like, Jimmy Jimmy not, might not like He just the list. might have to Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy might be on Jimmy Kimmel, I mean, might even be on that list I don't know, you know, but he could be He didn't uh, say that, he just said Jimmy's. He said Jimmy might not like the list when it comes out And then Jimmy Kimmel was like, that's fucked up You shouldn't talk bad about, you know, other I'm like, dude, you make your whole yeah. career dude, off yeah. that shit What the <laughs> fuck? I just thought oh, both you of do, them were such well, then there's that, asshole, the, but, there's you know. the stance that the the new comedian stance where it's like I can say anything and it doesn't matter if it offends anybody because it's comedy. And, and it's so different. you're the asshole for thinking I'm an asshole for, you know, making a joke. That's about like it. abusive behavior. Oh, yeah. In a normal in normal people. It's about it's a bit gaslighting ish, yeah. you know? Yeah, it is. And it th- like all the the Rogan sphere, like all those comedians and now push that they're like, I'm yeah. going to be edgy and loud and i'm gonna say something's gay i'm gonna say something's you know did not work out for Mac, matt rife yeah <laughs> that, that backfired on him no it did not yeah well when most of your audience is like i don't know what 25 to 45 yeah. year old women yeah then he was like start this going not for the women that. and like the whole crowd oh, yeah. of women and they're like <laughs> what yeah <laughs> 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 But yeah, that whole—I mean—that whole stance that like I—it's your fault that you're offended. I'm like, no, dude, you said an, kind of an offensive thing, and like it doesn't—you don't get a free pass to just be a jerk and unfunny. Some things are funny, I, you know, that you say that. But can he plays be quarterback sort of offensive. really good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he threw one pass this year. He got thirty-seven million dollars or whatever. Did he even throw? Oh, I guess he did. He th- in those three one snaps, incomplete yeah. pass, incomplete, incomplete. <laughs> Golly, Jeez, he threw one he threw incomplete one pass. He won. He won the pass. Incomplete. Incomplete pass. I'm athleticism. Okay, <laughs> listen. I love sports ball. <laughs> Go team. I love talking about the sports. Love the Sox. <laughs> love the White Sox. Let's let's roll it all the way back. Um, Chicago, born and raised. Moved to Evanston when I was uh, in like first or second grade. Indiana. Um, so raised no Evanston, Illinois, just Bible north of Chicago. Yeah. I was just I was there is an in Evanston, it. Indiana. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, but should have went with it. Should have should have gone with it. No, uh, I was wonging it. Uh, yeah, moved to Evanston and and grew up there. Um, and I forget the rest of the question. I don't know. That's where <laughs> I lived until I came here. And He's then when did you start playing? Dude, when I didn't you start playing. I didn't start playing music until um, college. I didn't know how to play guitar, which explains why I suck at guitar. Um, Were but, you singing before then? So I started singing in uh, my senior year of high school um, at the annual like uh, musical, the high school musical, and they did Little Shop of Horrors, and I fantastic. I just yeah, watched just, that, like, not too long. Just ago. a, it's a masterpiece. And I did it. I didn't know I could sing. I sang in the shower, sang in the car. You know, I didn't know I could hold a note really. Um, 
And my buddy was like, well, you should audition uh, because we have cast parties and there's a bunch of chicks. It's rad. You should be in it. You don't know how you could be a dancer in the background. Like, No you just, better way to get chicks than to be in theater. Exactly. <laughs> so it's true. It's said everyone true, ever. Actually. No better way. Uh, but this was like the – everybody did it in the school. Like because basically because of the cast parties. Like because you got to an excuse to have a party. Yeah, right on. And um, so – and we'd get out of like whatever we were in because the rehearsals were, you know, every weekday in the evening and you just get to be with your friends. Um, and so I did it and I auditioned and they gave me Oren Scrivello. They gave me a lead part. They gave me oh, the, shit. Steve Martin. Um, the you'll be a dentist. I had to do that whole thing. And it was so rad. I loved being in musical theater. And I was like, well, singing's awesome. I should keep doing that. And so I graduated, went. Um, that summer I took some singing lessons uh, with at the Old Town School of Folk Music in Chicago. Um, which did they help a lot? Amazing. It did, yeah. Um, I had never had any professional singing. You know, even during that, they gave me tips and stuff. Uh, but if you, there's a, there's a DVD of it somewhere um, of me being a dentist. And it's, oh, it's awful. I hate listening to it. But, it's, <laughs> but at the same time, I love watching it because it's me, you know, it's my, my roots. Um, but then, yeah, they, I went to school and learned um, just a little more technique and uh, breath control and stuff. And then in college, um, I wanted to keep singing, but I didn't really like the theater kids. Uh, they were even more clicky and standoffish than, like, normal. Oh, uh, okay. Um, or maybe I was just scared to Man, do sometimes that. colleges, depending on the size of them, like – they're just bigger high schools. And mine, mine, mine was actually smaller than my high school. My, like, I, I graduated with almost 1,000 kids. Oh, wow. And, God, that's um, gigantic. Yeah, it was big. We uh, had 50. My dude, God. My, dear God. That was the whole town my, population of Wilson. My high school. <laughs> dude, Wilson's like right at 1,000. Dude, my high school has its own zip code. It's, get, it's the largest single building high school in America. What's what's it called? It's called Evanston Township High School, and it's um, it's got its own zip code. It's got its own power plant, and it's the biggest just single com- building. Completely high school. unnecessary. It's enormous. Absolutely. I graduated with a thousand it's kids. Unnecessary to have that big of a high school, and it was not even <laughs> full. The high school is not even full. There are like God. there are wings of the high school that really don't get used, and and I went to school with like thirty eight hundred kids total, <sighs> and. Um, wow. So, yeah, it was nuts. Anyway, so then I went to a liberal arts um, school, sissy liberal arts school. You got hands like this, you're a liberal sissy That's boy. That's where I got my soft hands. You don't eat cold <laughs> ding-dongs. <laughs> you ain't uh, ever had a corn dog in your life. But I, <laughs> but I didn't really, I just didn't. I don't know. I didn't vibe with the with the theater crew there. Um, I'm sure they're great, wonderful people. Um, I know they are because I graduated with them, and they are. But at the time, I was intimidated, and I just didn't think that they were a right the right fit for me. And so I didn't do theater. And my uh, my friend had a guitar um, that he brought, and he's like, "I don't ever play this thing. It sits in the closet. Do you just want to play it for whatever?" And it's some um, just some old Alvarez. POS model, you know, and oh, it, like, yeah. dude, the action is like an inch. It's like yeah. <laughs> to push it down. It's Strings like a, you, like, you have like the strongest forearm muscles oh, my in gosh, the Tri County area. You can fit your whole hand like yeah. under the under, <laughs> between the board, the fretboard, and the string. Uh, but it, I mean, my fingers are better for it. Uh, but I just kind of then that was the YouTube was starting to really 
come into its own. My boy Marty, Marty Schwartz. Schwartz baby. Yeah. yeah. And I learned, to Marty. And I learned just whatever song I wanted to play. Some, uh, obviously, Wonderwall. Um, obviously. Essential. <laughs> see what else I learned. So, I, anyways. I, Army. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> so anyways yeah, so here's Tears it, in Heaven. Here's Tears in Heaven. Third Eye um, Blind. Third Eye Blind. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff. Learn to play just, you know, my favorite tunes to play at the party and be that douche. Um, like, we're having a fun party, and then it's like, oh, you got a guitar, dude? Let me show you some songs. Like, they turn off the music, and everybody... Exactly. And so... How many times did you play Jumper? Oh, so God. I wore that song out, man. That's Graduate. But... So I played, yeah, through college and just coffee shop, you know, like gigs and, and talent show stuff and just playing as much as I could. Um, and that's, and then I graduated and I was like, I want to keep doing this. Obviously, you know, being a musician is not necessarily going to pay the bills like right, right out of the gate unless you have Heard something that. to oh, say it ain't so. So yeah, I had to get a job, but I would do that. I, I was in a pretty badass uh, cover band in Chicago, country cover band in Chicago. Country's been, always been a, a I was going to say, when did the country well, so kind of integrate itself in with there. with like the Bob Seger and the Tom Petty and the Eagles, which are like that country adjacent. I call it like highway yeah. rock, you Americana know, Americana type like, stuff. Yeah, exactly. And um, so along with that, my mom grew up in uh, in a one horse town called Tilton, Illinois, and uh, like they had a stop line, a stoplight, and it got removed because like the electric bill was too high because nobody used it. Because like another seven dollars <laughs> a month. Yeah, they had one stoplight the entire time. Exactly. Like, this is fucking. This they were is like, raking. just up the electric. Just bill. get rid of it. We paid thirteen seventy nine last month in utilities. Take it Shit, down, Marty. In the pot <laughs> Yeah, that one guy Marty's been there forty years. <laughs> so we took down. So yeah, I actually don't know if that story's true. But she grew up in the middle of nowhere. So she grew up listening to George Jones. You know. Nice. Um, Conway Twitty, all exactly. that good stuff. And so I grew up listening to that, and then just that kind of transitioned into country radio would be on all the time. And so I grew up with 90s and early 2000s country music. Dude, that's a pretty just good like, period of, like, is big hits and stuff. Oh, man. That's a pretty good period of country music. It's... I, there's, I mean, there's an argument for saying that it's kind of the zenith of country music, like, was that 90, late 90s, early 2000s. I do love 90s country. <sighs> I love 90s Alan Jackson. It's, dude, Chattahoochee era Alan mm. Jackson is beautiful. Unbeatable. Amazing. Box. Yeah, dude. Fucking it's love that fantastic. Um, and so I grew up with that also playing pretty much all the time. I actually hate all that stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Says the Radiohead fan. <laughs> have you guys ever had a band member get fired on like live <laughs> on the podcast? <laughs> but there's always a fur. No, 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 because no, you're no, fucking no, done. No, no, no. I will. I, I have a caveat, and that's a big word like luminary for you. So. Ooh, that's a multiple spell syllable. caveat. C a v e a t. Damn it! Damn, that's good. Um, oh, she's fast. <laughs> <laughs> she's she, real fast. That's why she's in the band. You're on fire. I will say. I like his versions of those songs that I hate. I just don't Why like Why don't you like them? You just heard them too much or just, just never, never ride with them? I've never been into contemporary country. I love old country. Like, I, like old Johnny being Cash. older than the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> like old, like more I'm folky. sorry. I didn't mean that to be like, <laughs> I just mean like, is that kind of the older than like. like Johnny Cash, John Prine, like those kind of guys. Okay. And then like more Americana country, like Jason Isbell and like stuff like that. Uh, but I night, do like. Yeah. Uh, 
Alan Jackson? No, Tyler Childers. I love Tyler, Tyler Childers. Childers. No, yeah. there are people that I do like in country, but I, I'm not a fan of Alan Jackson or like any of those. What about like George Strait? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is really tough. This is a tough one. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> what about yeah. Randy Travis? No, Did you know that people are going to listen to this? I, I don't care. <laughs> like, people are going to hear your opinion. <laughs> Let's go fine. ahead and rattle off your address, social security <laughs> yeah. number, all right that good stuff. Dox it right now. Cut this out. <laughs> we stop recording real fast. Stop rolling. <laughs> You're in a country band. The I first know. song goes. Bow, 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 bow. You didn't let me finish. I said, I like your I don't know version. how you can recover from this. Your version of these songs that I hate, like I hate listening to them to learn them, but then when we play them live, I'm like, oh, this is cool. But I you don't guys understand talk about hot takes. Because I, I can, on one right now. <laughs> I can listen to what I, I believe to be absolutely terrible, like <laughs> pop music. Yeah, and you know, and I'll still be like, yeah, it's pretty catchy. Fuck like, man, I don't love it. Oh yeah, dude, I love the catchy. shit out of Kylie Minogue. <laughs> but how can you just listen to it and be like, garbage, garbage, <laughs> shit? Gaga? Jury duty, jury duty, blackmail, jury duty. (laughs) No, it's just such gold to me. I mean, the... Guitar tone. Jukebox. Like standpoint, nineties country was the best drum sounds. Like their snares sound yep. so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's just a shit ton of compression. There's but they're it so is super crisp. catchy music. They're I'm so, not gonna they're they recorded the, I get it. The, the studios up in Nashville got that shit figured out. Cause like everything that came out of the nineties. Two dozen roses smacks so, so hard. Two a dust on the bottle. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. You're definitely. What about like Alabama? You like Alabama? Listen, I know it's your opinion. I just want to tell you that your opinion's fucking wrong. (laughs) I like you, but you're fucking wrong. I know you're entitled to it, but it doesn't you guys make didn't it drive right. here together, did you? <laughs> no, no, no thank God. God. Good, good, good. That would have been a real awkward ride back. Good, good, good. <laughs> like, so about that podcast earlier, what you said. Uh, Do you remember yeah, that? I'm still thinking we about need to that. talk about that. Yeah. He's going to call me at like two in the morning and be like, so when you said. Did you really mean that? Did, did you, you really yeah. mean that you don't like Alan Jackson? So you popped out of the womb loving Alan Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, well, so the country music, that's when it got integrated. And were you just. I'm curious because was it kind of like you fell into the country music thing? Like this cover band was kind of like there or like, a little bit. And uh, I, Cause would you in an alt in a slightly alternate timeline been in like a, a rock band mm-hmm. or something like that? Yeah. 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 I, I would love, I still would love to be in, um, in a rock band. I would love to be in, I, I would love to do musical theater and like, um, we do both love musical theater. That that's is true. somewhere we're, we're yes. There you go. Uh, we got some. Cool. We do yeah. have that some common. Yeah, that's good. Try and sever that it, outside. It and fuck try and country band. <laughs> tether tether like, that that connection back yeah, as it's it, been it, brutally yeah. severed on do this it. podcast. Do a song from like Hamilton or something. No, you know that. that he's <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh no. Hades no. Town. I, no, Hades Town. Good. Um, no, I, I just like, I love all sorts of stuff and my voice definitely lends itself more to country, um, than anything else. And it's a huge part of, you know, my musical upbringing and I love the storytelling. I love the, um, every, every man now, like the country music nowadays is not that we have, we have gone so far afield from what I think country music is about. Um, but what do you, you know, think about, to, and this, I don't mean to get you in trouble but what do you think about zach bryan um i like zach bryan i think I that i kind of like him too so, so i i like Shocked. Absolutely. no i'm just playing no <laughs> I, I like zach bryan because it's authentic and i think that um and i think there's a lot of people he came out 
with something that is, if you hear a Zach Bryan song, you're immediately like, that's Zach Bryan because they all sort of sound the same, right? Like his, it's kind of a knock the knock against him, but also that's his thing. That's, know? and that's what I'm saying. That's why I love it is because like, dude, okay. You put out songs that are all very much in the same lane. They're all sort of the same. Like, I just can't believe how astronomically huge he's gotten. Oh yeah. He dude. should not be in like, um, Chris Stapleton well, land. You know? I, I, I love Chris Stapleton. Chris well, I love Chris. I mean, who doesn't miss. love Chris Stapleton? He that guy yeah. could sing me the phone book. He doesn't mm. miss, you know? dude. Chris Stapleton doesn't miss. But Zach Bryan, I, he's not like he's. He needs to. I think maybe take a page out of like says the guy that you know is not at that level at all and doesn't deserve. Oh yeah, to have an no, we can. All, we all are like, but, wait, <laughs> this guy needs to slow um, down. Okay, no, he just like. He's more of a listening type stuff. Like it's weird that he's playing like ro- a big stadium like rock shows. I like full band around him and everything. I think he like, kind of messed up by producing this latest album by self-producing it. I really yeah. think he would have like benefited from the input of someone not yeah, like his best friend or something, you know. But that's what people I mean the thing that cuz to me that's like growing as an artist. Yeah, that's something you got to do is kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone. I, just I think don't that know he's that he's not like totally leaving his comfort zone at all. Yeah. yeah, I think he's staying yeah. right in it, which is. But he's still fairly new. You know, he's only been around for three something years like that. or something. And like, he, yeah, and fans may outgrow it, you know. But like, he's he's going to be the pioneer in that sort of like rough around the edges yeah. kind of cowboy sad emo stuff, right? Like he's the pioneer there, so. His songs will always be. So is country emo emo music just chemo? Ooh, I like that. Chemo, Staple here first. Not the spark and plug. That's trademark. No one else can use it. No one's ever heard chemo. No. T E M O. That's so good, you'll lose your hair. You're pulling it out. Yeah, I like that shit. Well, isn't but, well, isn't chemo just technically like Whiskey Town with like Ryan Adams? Isn't didn't they already do that shit? You know, yeah, with I like guess. the early shit. I guess, I, yeah. I guess. But I didn't say it then. Fuck, I love but, Ryan Adams. True. I didn't say it, but uh, dude's a complete douchebag. But, but anyways, yeah. So he, he should. I, like I think that he yeah. sh- he deserves what he has. I, th- I li- and I like it because it's authentic and it's his writing and it's and I what I don't like is the you know something in the orange goes nuts right like he goes from. Uh, sweaty, rough around the edges guy on the back of a truck singing a song on YouTube um, to something in the orange, you know, going astronomically right. huge. And that's a, that is a beautiful, vulnerable song. It's fucking out of control. The, the, um, Dude, like the, the lyricism, power that aligned, the imagery yeah. is, it's I didn't understand until I orange. actually read the lyrics. Yeah. And I was like, it's holy beautiful. shit. Yeah. It's, it's just one of those really things good. that it's, just, it's just something you would say you know, in passing that you wouldn't really ever notice. But when you, you know, put it on a pedestal like that, there's something in the orange and you're like, what the fuck, man, that is deep. Yeah. With the Zach Brown sound, a lot of guys, I've had a couple guys come in the studio and say, I really want it to sound Zach Brown. Yep. And, and that's like, the problem. Do you that's... want me to record it with my phone? Cause that's what he did. <laughs> Dude. He like, just, he I just can't... released his voice memos. Yeah. Man, app. He just released the first 30. I'm like, Dude, I can, I can give you on my Dude, phone. I'm like, I yeah. can't, you know, who, who listens to this? You know, it's 30 songs that aren't even really completed songs. That's a, okay. You know? Here's a hot take that is going to get me in some trouble, but, uh, all of these Eric, artists, up. I love it. Putting out soundbite. All of these country artists, Hardy, uh, Zach Bryan, Morgan Wallen, 
Um, who's who's the other one? Co- that did how it? dare you? Is it utter Co? He who shall not be named. Uh, they they're Co. putting out double albums. Who the fuck do you think you? I'm sorry, but like you're not Tom Petty. If you're th- if you're Ryan drinking Adams. what I'm thinking, <laughs> are you thinking about me, dude? We don't need 28 of that. We don't. No one. No need, one. No one needs, needs that. that. I'll Who be do you on that think hill you are? Like, I'll that. be on that hill with you. I agree with that shit. I will Who say do you Ryan think Elm, you are that you need to put Ryan that Adams had a good double album song out? Like yeah, he did. I there mean, are good double albums, but they are like way more. Yeah, there's there needs to be way more thought put into that than just like. Bunch of songs well, equal good. Oh, Luke Combs. He's the other one that did it. He uh, put out a yeah. double album, and it's and it's the it's stadium pop like bro country, and it is. Bear never broke my heart. Yeah, this right. is like the evolved those. version Dude, of stand bro alone, country. Though. Like those songs, uh, I li- I I like those guys in their own right. You know, for what it's worth, but like. Tommy, a double the, album with three and a half minute songs. But, but a double album with beer never broke my heart is not. <laughs> That's not a double album, dude. Just put another album out in two years. Like, yeah. what it's what it what bugs me is that it's a cash grab and it's totally um, isolating like everyone else from making any sort of impact on the major charts. They, yeah, dude, yeah. at one point there it was Hardy, Morgan Wallen, and Luke Combs. There were three artists in the top ten, and that was it. Uh, it was yeah, last it was year. insane. Yeah, there was Can three we just move artists Hardy over to rock already. Can we? Just but it's move like him, what? Move that is so the That's so yucky, dude. That you put three artists have the entire top ten just completely isolated from anyone else. It's like the '60s, dude, when it took like a whole nation to put an album on, up on the Billboard. You know, dude, like the, the Beatles like, and shit. Let that somebody else in. We, uh, you know that everyone is going to buy your records. Just take the top five and let other artists get some songs like, you know, uh, Haley Witters, for one. Like, you know, she's a phenomenal writer and a phenomenal player, but she didn't have anything on the charts at that time because she couldn't. Nobody could. Mm-hmm. You know, like Phoebe Bridges. I know it's not country, but, like, all these people that, like, it, you're, they're blocking the market. I know I'm genre kind of, you know, swapping. Well, it's the same way like, Jason Aldean shit shot up. You know, oh, that because was of that one controversial on, that song. That was fucking crazy. That song he put out just recently, uh, the political song. That was it. You that try that in a small it? town. No, no, no. It was, it was, he just released. There was another, another political another song. One. It, was, it was just like, uh. I'm voting for Trump. Fuck Biden, and that was it. That was the song. That was basically it. And it's like, wow. dude, I could have swore you were the one telling me about it. Why are you looking at me blankly? <laughs> I can't like because I don't remember. Fuck, who I was that? I just can't. It's sorry, just, it's just not. I don't know. Morally, it is not morally sound to do that to people. You're just taking their money. You're not telling a story that is valid and, and by any, you know, like the try that in a small town. No, try what in a small town? There's not going to be any Black Lives Matter movements in a small town. There's not going to be, you know, you have. What, go to Dollar Journal? You have massive addiction problems in a small town. Why don't you write a song about that that those people will align with? Well, that wouldn't of sell money. Writing a, exactly. Well, that, wouldn't, that, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that wouldn't sell money. That wouldn't sell tickets. <laughs> you have I know, and that's what I'm saying is that they like, then they push this narrative that like, well, you, you couldn't get away with that in a small town. Couldn't get I know. away with what? You got like, corrupt town just being a bad guy. Looking at you, Wilston. Yeah, like couldn't get away with what in a small town? Well, you couldn't get away with riding know, in the streets. Uh, having, you know, melanin, <laughs> that would be tough for one. Like, geez, <laughs> okay, 60 people in the street. <laughs> like, like, it's not, yeah, it's not, 
fair to do that and and then call it authentic. That yeah. song fucking drives me. That makes sense. It's uh, not genuine at all. It's just you're just capitalizing on fear. You're just those yep. people don't want that to happen to their town, and so you are taking their money because they want to promote that because they're scared of it happening. It's already just kind of it's embarrassing the entire thing because it's like you don't even take away any of the message, take away any of it, and it's just one guy walking into a room with like five other people and they're like, we wrote this song for you. Yeah. What do you think? You want to record it? And he's like, I don't know, man. Well, that song shot. came out well before like that. St- that song had been out for a year. Yeah. Or that, so. Jason or song, that sounds like a song that his dumb ass would write. Like, I'm pretty sure he might've been like, guys, I got a really good song. I just wrote on my lake house. And I just like, wrote him. Fuck. I just wrote him my third dude, lake house. When yeah, I check remember, it out, dude, it's about a small town. When it's I like, listen to Amarillo sky and look at that guy on the cover. And then I look at his, Mouth has slowly gotten lower and lower. Like it just gets <laughs> dude, drop bigger the earrings, open. man. Drop the fucking earrings. It just goes uh, in Amarillo man. on the Amarillo Sky album. It was kind of like half, you know, it was kind of. But now it's like now he's just a mouth breather. Like he's just <laughs> he <is> a <laughs> fucking mouth. But yeah, he's wearing tight ass black shirts. You could fit a whole lead ridden Stanley Cup in that thing. <laughs> Close that shit. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like he's he sounds like a morbidly obese person just trying to speak. Try that in a small town. No offense. In a small town. That is one of my favorite things you to say. You can try putting some melted He's cheese on that in a small town. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you the one wheeze, thing. Dude, the wheeze, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh it's, it's a really heavy nose breathing for me, though. Dude, when people don't know how to This is like some kind of terrible ASMR. <laughs> Eric's like, I can't do it anymore. I got to take the earphones off. Just being inside of Eric is too much for him. Yeah. yeah. Hold up the lead ridden Stanley Cup, please. Hold on, I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink my water. Smack that water. Give me a little now an ASMR. Give me some mukbang. Who's got some Chinese food we can eat? (laughs) Got some potato soup in the fridge. Oh my gosh! So, anyways, anyways, what? I was kissing this guy. Digress. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What would you say is your uh, your big jumping point into music where you were like, I can do this? Uh, Because you were on The Voice. I was, which was like. I don't Uh, know, man. I've had the privilege of talking with a couple people that were on American Idol, and they were like. Yeah, it was really cool. It was also pretty fucking crazy. I mean, yeah, there were like totally some crazy. pretty do- uh, seedy kind of undersides to the whole thing that was kind of crazy. Well, I don't know about that. That that I can't say existed that I experienced on on the voice. Well, they there's were on American Idols, of, way worse. Obviously, <laughs> it's totally way, different. way worse. No, Ray there's Jackson. a there's a lot of intricacies like to you know producing a show like that um, that has 20 million viewers and you know takes. 100 million to produce and stuff like it's hollywood dude it's and that's the thing it's it's called the voice and everybody gets on the show and sings songs it's right it's fast paced just get in there sing your song get out well, right right and there, there's that um but it's also it's people forget that it's tv first like it's it's not the music does not come first the music comes mm-hmm. second it's not cursory like right? it's not just kind of bolted onto the side of a show it's a show about music. So those are the two things. But first and foremost, you've got to be like a TV star. You want to, you know, we're going to put your face on screen. So with that in mind, there's a lot of things that go on, I assume, you know, on, on the production side of things to make it a little more interesting because it's got to be watchable. And, you know, um, you've got to f- love the characters just like any other show. To well, I had one for girl and vote say, for them and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Because I had one... Man, this girl we met, we uh, I talked to at ACM, and she was like, well, I went and tried out, and I was, 
you know, the little pool I was put in in front of these judges, you know, I they said I sounded the best out of everybody, but there was another girl that sounded pretty good, but, you know, and they just told me all this up front. They were like, yeah, well, you're not moving on, but this other girl is because her mom's got cancer and she's in the hospital, so she's mm-hmm. going to have a little bit better story than you. So mm-hmm. we're sorry, but that's just going to be the <laughs> way it is. They're up front about it. So I can, well, I can tell you first firsthand, there's no way a producer said that to her. Okay, maybe she just made and it I, up. I'm not trying to call her a liar. I don't know her, but there's no way a producer said, having been on the show and knowing most of the producers. This probably opens up to way too much liability. I Right. I can, I I gotta, I can just, I can tell you there is no way that somebody said, well, she's well, got a better story and she's This prettier. is American Idol, man. Oh, well, I mean, maybe they could have done that. I can't <laughs> no, speak to playing. American Idol. We can make that shit up. That that wouldn't happen on the board. Um <laughs> We could tell all sorts of lies about American Idol, but that wouldn't have happened on The Voice. It's very authentic. Like it's everybody that's on that show is just a lights out singer, like a lights out vocalist. And it's crazy that there's been 24 seasons of it now, and that they just keep coming up with like these singers. You know, like there's so many. There's been hundreds of people on that show, and all of them, some of them better than others, and some of them aren't on the show. Right? They don't get picked. I think they probably might bring some like fodder, you know, out there that maybe are a little bit of lower rung so they can provide some, I don't know, you can show off like, oh, that's why this person is a real vocalist. Legitimacy. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not. I also know some people that got, that didn't get chair turns that are phenomenal singers. Yeah. And but there's no, has to do with, like, I don't know what the rhyme reason, Stuff like a, that. Maybe right, there's a lot that goes into well. song selection and, and that sort of thing. Um, that, you know, yeah, there's phenomenal vocal, way better than me that didn't make the show. So, it's, you know, I, I don't know exactly what the secret sauce is. The producers certainly do, but um, it's, it's a phenomenal, I can say that it is a phenomenal experience. It was so much fun to get to do and kind of see how the sausage is made, you yeah. know. Did you have to like Hollywood. stay in a little hotel with everybody and stuff? Where'd you uh, film it at real fast? I can't tell you and oh, I can't sorry. tell you. Oh, uh, sorry. I am contractually bound throughout the universe in perpetuity, <laughs> however that fucking contract goes. Uh, it was in Des Moines, Iowa, wasn't it? It was that's in <laughs> Portugal. And um, Whoa, that's way, way cheaper on the old taxes. <laughs> Dude, oh, yeah. Other than airfare? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we just took no, it's obviously airlines. It's obviously in L.A., and um, it's it's a really cool experience. You get to, you know, you, you get to be a pseudo-celebrity for a while. Uh, Were there people you met there that the you're show. still friends with? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I've got – I, I talked to – not everybody from the show, but like um, a pretty big contingent of the 40 that made teams. Yeah. Um, I talked to almost all of them. There may be a couple that I don't. Um, but I, and then, you know, there's, there's clicks within it. It's just like any other social situation. Like, you know, everybody kind of pairs off into their group of five to 10 people. And I've got my sort of core. I'm group. sure like coach and genre and stuff has different a little bit yeah to do with but that. it honestly the the group that i still like we've got a snapchat um you know conversation in the group that um with a bunch of people in it and that group we were all across different teams we met before before oh, we that's pretty cool got chosen and so we still you know keep up and there's people in it that didn't make the show or didn't um so there's all it's it's cool and it's a really 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 cool group of you go through a very intense situation together, right? You guys like, build a bond. That's yeah, like it's really quick. You know, like you're out in LA, you're not there in the grand scheme of things for very long. Um, but <clears throat> you, you know, yeah, you go through 
is this person going to like me? Is Blake Shelton going to think I'm good? Uh, I'm going on TV in front of millions of people eventually, right? Like this is, it's a high I'm pressure, sure it's very nerve wracking, high pressure point. situation. And you've got to always put your best out there. And so it's super high pressure and you're all kind of experiencing that together. So some of them call it like a trauma bond. I wouldn't call it trauma because we're extremely privileged to be able to get that opportunity. Um, and I, you know, I think trauma is not the right word, but it's a very, very strong, very bond. intense. It's yeah. definitely very intense because it's a, just a yeah. I mean, you're in this situation that, and and just seeking another's approval, pretty much, like, yeah, nonstop. Well, and, and you know, you make it far enough, then you got to worry about how you've appeared to the audience over like the course right. of the whole. Oh season, yeah, dude, you know? and then you got to read the YouTube comments. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that the experts, the real experts. Oh yeah, it's yeah. that's a trip. That's fun. I had a great time reading the negative comments about me like everybody called me mitch hedberg because i wore the i wore the glasses which is a tremendous compliment i know i love mitch hedberg comedy genius um uh r.i.p but like i wore the glasses on every episode because i was you know i was like hey i'm gonna make a kind of a calling card like i'm gonna make a well, people immediately recognize you, that kind right. of stuff. Like, yeah. the glasses are, you know, oh, it's the guy with the glasses. They'll always kind of remember that. And so I tried to do that to make myself sort of stand out. And um, I forgot what we were talking about. Wait, did the negative comments at all, like, Oh, the negative comments, right. Did, did it, oh, um, dude, people did, trashed me. Yeah. Like, did any of it get to you or anything? No, or just, it's pretty treated? funny. Who has like, the mental energy? I just, I'll, ne- I'll never understand it. Who has the mental yeah. energy to like comment comment on those Facebook posts where it's yeah, like some, a, I mean, a barber that'll bring in like an obviously like stage person with like all the bad hair and stuff? Oh, and they're yeah, like, yeah. "Look at me, clean this person up." And then yeah. some old lady's just like, "That's nice." <laughs> and you know, like you know what? I'm like, "Go home! Dude, Someone oh take her God. phone away!" Dude, I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever had the thought after watching a YouTube video. They're like, you know what? I'm going to speak my mind on this video right now. Like, Into what the comment fuck? section. Right. Who does that? But people write some pretty nasty stuff. I don't know, dude. And what if Amanda's um, just on every Alan Jackson video? Me. And she's like... It is Amanda <laughs> under every yeah. Alan Jackson. It's like that South Park under episode where garbage. it's the, <laughs> the, one guy's, song. <laughs> the one guy's dad... Um, Would be better what is if it Stan's Tom dad? Wrote and he's just like, yeah. Randy? yeah. No, not Randy. Uh, uh, who's uh, the Jewish guy? Oh, uh, Kyle's dad. Uh, Whatever his name uh, is. Have you seen that episode of South Park where Kyle's dad is like this hidden no. internet bully where he just bullies everyone <laughs> at <laughs> night when they go to bed? I haven't. It's that's Amanda. Amanda will just that's be like, yeah, that's true. She just like she puts on. She made the comment about the Mitch Hedberg. She goes oh, to she goes to every like Alan Jackson or George Strait video and just says like, would be better if it was Tom York. <laughs> yeah, that wrote this. Have song. you even heard I mean, of Radiohead? Have very you? overlooked. <laughs> if you like this, try Radiohead. Very underrated. You very guys probably never heard of this underground band called Radiohead. Yeah, no never heard, heard of them. Um, but no, it's it's like it, some of them. You know, you'll start to to think about. Um, you know, they can get to you because they're like well written negative reviews <laughs> of your performance. You're like, ooh, this guy really watched all of it. Ooh, and, like, took like some, some of them. Yeah, some of them. One that that actually has stuck with me. One of the negative comments is. Um, was could use a trim could very use unshaven. a trim could lose the muffin top that he's over his jeans uh no nobody said that but um uh it was he sounds too much like the record and what? as a musician i was like oh mortified well yeah. it hit me right in the stomach i was like fuck you're telling me i don't sound like 
Ross, you know, because that's what you want to do. You want to go out and you want to sound like you. This is my version of this song. Oh, man. Is my goal. But that's like such a... That's so difficult because they're not really watching you live. Right. They're not. They're seeing one one take, you know. They're seeing this music pump through their shitty little computer speakers. Right. You know, and it's totally different. It's a billion times different. But in my, like, as a performer, (laughs) as a singer, I I listen to it and I'm like, man. I took that personal. I didn't put my flair on it as much as I could, you know. And I think I, like, my last one, With or Without You by U2, um, my playoff round. I think that that argument could be made. I didn't put my spin on it enough to make it to the next round. You know, like I think that I could have done it more Ross Clayton and less Bono. But it's almost like at that point, man, isn't it just almost a game of luck? It's just kind of like who was on there. Absolute just. Yeah. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I got I got kind of burned out on the voice stuff because it just felt like everyone was so good. It like is, it's just yeah, so it just really seems good. so unfair to me. That's my biggest argument is that like you bring these really good musicians up here. Like they're American all playing Idol, with this incredible backing band. It's like, but you are you're fucking you're way better than me. You're on TV and you're really that's fucking why you're, good. Yeah. You're not bad. You're really that's good. Why you're there? Who told Katy Perry she was talented? <laughs> you know, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> she can sing pretty good when she wants to. Oh man, Katy Perry just got just caught astray on Luke, that one. Yeah. Luke Bryan, yeah. highly questionable, dude. That Luke Bryan is the. <laughs> uh, I do get so trash rain before every rain show. Rain is a good thing. <laughs> the fucking the, the Kermit, dude. Kermit, Kermit the Frog. Yeah, yeah. Him and Mahomes would like to have a word. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, all in all, like, yeah, I can't. I can't divulge much about how, like, the inner workings of the show yeah. on well, the air. I mean, I obviously. appreciate you just talking about it. You know, it's, I know some yeah. people would be like, bah, you know, I've talked about it a million times. It's I have, cool. but it's also like the biggest thing I've done in my career so I can't like abandon it you know um, that would be even more pretentious than like yeah probably yeah, you know what I mean like it was a cool fucking thing I did, yeah that's so. the past that's the past Ross it was I don't yeah, focus on that oh yeah this like he never chapter. shuts up about it and I'm like well I don't talk about it that much but it's also like the biggest thing I've done so what how'd you end up yeah. in Oklahoma uh, my ex-wife oh yeah. oh okay so um sh- we met a long time on ago. The voice. In, no, <laughs> we met on the voice. Is that quick? No. Um, and we, I don't need to dive into that too much. But, uh, but we met. Um, we did the long distance thing, you know, like 10 years ago. And did the long distance thing for a while. And then I was just like a guy up in Chicago with a girlfriend in Oklahoma. We're yeah. going to do nothing job playing music on the weekends. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go play country music in Oklahoma and, and I'm going to be with her here. So that's what we did. Was there a big difference in like music scene wise? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I was, Oklahoma, I would assume there would be, but I'm yeah. Just so Oklahoma doesn't pay shit for country music bands what? or for bands in general. Yeah. Um, and Chicago has got a phenomenal country market. It's probably one of the biggest in, in the United States. Wow. Damn it. There's huge country market in Chicago and dude, I would make two grand on a Thursday. Isn't that some wow. shit though, man? Yeah. Like how like we like fucking we can't even pay our own country artists here the Dude. same as people in fucking. Oh, Chicago. and then people wonder why they leave. Yeah, you know? they wonder why we fucking have the most Christ. like per capita country stars of any state. I mean, it's a fucking gold mine. Here. Go to that fucking mural downtown and look at the stupid train they have painted on the wall. And all the motherfuckers. All that of are them there. are on there, dude. There's like. There's a hundred. I mean, we could go, we could talk for a long time about the country music stars that have either writers or performers or both or producers that come from Oklahoma. Well, they're writing about how shit they get paid. We just can't keep them because we don't pay anything and we don't celebrate. 
We only celebrate them after they're, they've gone to Nashville to like, you yeah. know. And then we something. claim them. And then they're claiming. And then they're like, well, they're Oklahomans. And yeah. Well, you didn't do shit. They had to go somewhere else to make it. And yeah. I love Oklahoma, but like that, that is the thing that's really frustrating. We don't, we don't celebrate music and the music coming out of Oklahoma as much as we should. And I think that's going to change soon because there's so much cool music coming out of Oklahoma, like the, it's sort of an indie country scene, kind of a chemo scene. Yeah. Like uh, we've got, um, there's a lot of singer songwriters coming out of Oklahoma now. And I think maybe we're starting to embrace it a little bit. Yeah. Well, sad it seems like here. that. Seems I mean, sad boys. even just you guys doing this is a new thing, right? Like, you know, when I moved here 10 years ago, there were no, there was nothing. There was no podcast. There was no, you know, we're going to, you come in and, and film a couple live songs. It's going to be dope. You know, and then we're going to promote it. Help us help you, right? Like, I'll yep. promote your podcast. You promote me. It's a win-win. Like, everybody gets more followers, and we kind of level up, right? So, but they're, you know, it's hard to come by that sort of camaraderie in music when in a in a it's environment. A, such a dog-eat-dog world, you it's, know? Yeah, exactly. You acknowledge that, like, this is exactly how we looked at it. We're like, how are we going to be able to get bands out here? Because we're, you know, well... In the middle it's, of nowhere. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an even trade. It's just like we're bartering. You know? Right, yeah. Here's, here's, you know, here's product, and you just helped us by giving us another episode. Right, you, know? you give us so, another episode, and you get now access to all of my followers, and, and I get access to yours, it's a and win -win, we all yeah. win. And it's, but it's tough because in markets where it's not necessarily celebrated or like, like Nashville where everybody is everybody and their mom is as collaborative as the next person. Everybody wants to be in a room because it makes you better. And they know mm -hmm. that there's a market there that's going to celebrate it. And here it's very like me and mine, you know, like this is, I'm going to make it because of what I did and not like, you know, let's all get in a room and do a songwriter. It's such a backwards mindset. Do, it's you know? weird. And it, I think it's changing for what it's worth. I think we are sort of on the, you know, on the um, precipice uh, of, Ooh. That's the, a, the luminary a precipice. Well, a precipice, <laughs> a pre a precipice yeah. isn't the right word. I think a mountain is what we're looking at. We want to go up, right? So yeah, I we're think actually we're, just about to fall off the horrible cliff. We're at the, we're at the, the precipice of the horrible cliff. No, we're on a we're on you know we're at the foot of a mountain, and and I think that we're going to start celebrating it a little bit more with the with the maps project and OKC and like yeah. the arts and stuff like that. They're starting to celebrate it a little bit more, but with those new amphitheaters tough. coming in, man, yeah, I wonder what too. that'll yeah. do. There's, I, I mean, and the Opry got a new place to play at like there's yep. Yep. there's a lot going on um that's really good for the oklahoma music scene uh but it's it's still tough and and you know you you're not gonna get i don't know it, it, there's places that you know that would contact me right after the show and they were like um and I'm not, I'm not saying that i deserve to make 10 grand when i go play i don't but um, you definitely deserve to make money i deserve like, to kind of undebatable well, and a lot of people don't recognize that like being in a band is, I, I heard this a long time ago, and I can't even remember who said it to me, but it was, you know, some old wise guitarist. <laughs> but um, it was, I'll play my songs for free. I'll play your music for free. It's the three hours of hauling my shit here mm -hmm. to this venue, loading it, and then the three hours loading out afterwards, mm -hmm. and the hours of practice to not sound like ass for you guys. Yep is what you're paying me for. You're not yeah, paying me. Yeah, they think it's like, just those two or three hours yeah. that you're playing. It's like, there's so much outside of that. that exactly. Yeah, they're like, yeah. dude, you have a thousand monthly listeners. Like, who do you think you are? You don't deserve the big bucks. I'm like, no, man, but I at least deserve, like, you know, yeah, some I don't money deserve for the $25, effort. I don't deserve $25, like, exactly. fuck off. How is, yeah. it, how is it we've, we've come this far with music and, like, there's still venue owners that don't understand that. 
Oh, dude, that, yeah. This has the, been an ongoing mm-hmm. battle since, like, the beginning of, like, since time. Before jukeboxes like, were like, fucking like, invented, music, man. You know, it was just like, yeah. Oh, and yeah. there's, dude, there's times, and Amanda doesn't even know this, but there's, uh, there's been <laughs> gigs. Well, there's been gigs that I don't take a cut so that the band can get paid. There's been times where he doesn't even play the Alan Jackson cover <laughs> because been times. he actually knows you hate Alan Jackson. <laughs> no, I just, that, that I won't take a cut so that I can get my band paid right, so I can yeah. sound better. And that doesn't make me, like, a, you know, like a good person, but it makes me mad <laughs> at the fucking, at the, you know. At and rightfully that, so. Like, why, you know, you wouldn't pay, I don't know. You wouldn't steal a house. You would. You wouldn't steal a house. Are those, are those commercials too old for you for pirating music? No. Uh, you okay. wouldn't steal no. a song. You wouldn't steal a song. Those no. are like at the commercials. <laughs> I mean, we, you watch we, like National, uh, what's a National Treasure on DVD. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning of it, it was like, you wouldn't steal a car. You wouldn't steal a car. So yeah. why would you pirate God, a movie? Man. We almost made like a parody commercial of that. Like absolutely. For yeah. the studio when we first started out. We were trying to figure out how to do it. But we settled on... Uh, have you ever seen the Quentin Tarantino the um, Grindhouse the Grindhouse series where they have like the little fake trailers I have for seen stuff? That. There's one where he's like, um, it was like Nazi werewolves. Or what some what shit. was and the uh, one about the scary house or whatever? Where it's like, oh, it was don't. It was like don't go in the room. Don't, <laughs> don't. open the door. <laughs> don't. But ours was like. Don't come out to Bison Tail and record <laughs> great music. I don't know. Don't. It's, it's if you want to scroll all the way back on our Facebook page. Yeah, I do want to find that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just you know, I don't feel like we're doing enough for for musicians. You can't you can't expect to pay a, a band three hundred dollars to come play for two and a half hours and expect them to fucking want to show up. And it's do just that. totally backwards, man. It, it's the like arts. You know what I'm saying? You don't go and yeah. see you don't go see a new movie for free. Exactly. Right. You're more than happy to pay like five bucks, ten bucks, whatever, and see the movie. Dude, have you been to movies? I know, lately? It's like, like twenty seven dollars. <laughs> well, over in, oh sorry, over in uh, little, yeah. little Chandler has a little movie theater that's like five bucks. But the uh, no, the bigger they ones. Just, have right. you guys seen Schindler's List? They just put it out. The bigger ones. We just are, got it here in Wellston. Shit, what do you man, mean? Have you seen Toy Story? That motherfucker. What do you mean? There's colored movies. What the fuck? It's all fucking CGI and shit. Point being, you pay a bunch of money to go see a fucking movie, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> but then people are like five bucks, ten bucks oh, yeah, for like, you know, it's it's like yeah, you know, like, well, we what can't if that afford sucks. Well, then what they, if I don't like it? And they say, like, well, we can't afford then we can't afford to pay you more than 150 bucks. Well then you can't afford to have a band, man. Right. Stop trying to book book people. Like with their shitty PBPA. Why don't you bring people into Just your get bar? Your, you know, and Spotify list going and yeah, <laughs> and I like I'll bring people yeah, just, out. Just like, put the fucking touch tunes on. You know, <laughs> like fuck it. And I get like people come to my shows. Not you know, I not, I'm not selling out big theaters or anything. But like I I sell tickets and it's and so they're like you know, but you go play way out in the middle of nowhere and they're like, well, you know, we can only pay you a hundred. Like, well, you shouldn't have live music then, man, because. Yeah. Nobody's gonna. I mean, people will do that. You'll get some people that'll go out at the chug suckle, at the chug suckle, and <laughs> live band. <laughs> exactly, you know? but like, it's you're gonna be hard pressed to find somebody to care enough because you you're not telling them that you care about their music. They're just gonna get cover bands. You're just gonna get kind Old of a shitty cover, cover bands. bands. And uh, yeah, dude, Amen in Chicago, we'd play we'd play places down um, like downtown in Wrigleyville, and on a Thursday, I think the least I ever got paid on a Thursday was 800 bucks um, for a five-piece band. And we, we all fucking walked away with, you know. Yeah. So it's like, 
Um, Tulsa's a little bit better at that. Tulsa's got a way better music scene than Oklahoma yeah. City does. And I, I, I it, Oklahoma like City could beat them. It's been like that historically. Though. Yeah. They don't have better musicians, but they have better venues. Though. I think that's true. We could, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and Oklahoma City could, if we really invested in it, and I think people are, people are starting to mm-hmm. open up some venues and stuff, but like um, we could beat them. You know, we could be really, really great. Um, if those venue owners <laughs> would care about the local bands, we could be great. Again. Well, and I get, I get it. They've got to pay their bills, you know, like, and they got, they do that through selling drinks. So it's fine. But like, if you want people to bring in well, their it's a, fans, it's a you business gotta pay. Transaction, yeah, it's, like you do with anything with your business, you're, you're right. trading services for something, yeah. you know, yeah, and absolutely. like you're totally boning the other end. Yeah. You're taking advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't not pay a musician. You <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't set them you up with a super dude, shitty you PA. You wouldn't play Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't get a super stoned and slash or drunk sound guy to help out that musician. <laughs> that is also the owner. Yeah, that is also the owner's son. And Wait till you hear his band. <laughs> You're opening up for the, the owner's son's band. Like, exactly. Oh, we've done that before. Four hours away, Ross. What else do you got? Uh, what What do you and uh, Amanda got? You, you got a full band, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah, you normally yeah. play with. Yeah. What uh, What do you guys got coming up? Because you just said, uh, what two of these songs are unreleased? Yeah, two of those songs are unreleased. So, um, fortunately, no cover of no mashup cover of "Cover Me Up" and "Body Shop." Ooh, oh, damn. Yeah, should, maybe that, that Dude, might be an, unre- an idea. episode we come back. That and should do. be a hidden track. You know, you do one of those long drawn out silences, and then it's yeah. like. Mom, don't go. <laughs> Daddy's getting hot. That would be good, actually. Or or have it like write a song and have that come out when you play it backwards on the vinyl. <laughs> that, and have yeah. that is what comes out. <laughs> my, my sweet Satan. My sweet Satan. Daddy don't know. Daddy getting hot. Dude, has anybody played that song backwards? <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> some devil worship music right there okay um and i love that song by the way (laughs) sam smith's my guy uh but uh we've got a bunch of stuff coming out we we we're playing acm at uco here in a couple weeks um dude that's awesome eduardo hook you guys up yeah Uh, february 16th february 16th will be at acm uco you guys should totally come um and that'll be a trio. Anybody, That's going to be a trio. Are you guys playing with anybody, or is it just you guys? Uh, just somebody uh, who's opening for us. Oh, there's a uh, the students opening for us. I think. Yeah. What is it like? Uh, it's kind of a whole night. What is that thing? Uh, their, their their band's called something weird, like the student number two, the student band, or something uh, like that. Like, I, I don't know. I, it's in the email. Maybe not. Yeah. It's um, in the event anyways. on like on Ticketmaster or wherever the fuck it is. Sure. Uh, but somebody's opening Brady for us. Shatton? Yeah, I think he's a student. Oh, cool. And, oh, yeah, cool. Um, current ACM performance student. Yeah, sick. Hell yeah. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. He's probably going to be way better than me. But um, <laughs> we said a music hey, man, school. Just, like, just he's just like, break out the Sam Smith. You cover. guys ever heard of Wonderwall? <laughs> You're going to be like, fuck! Yeah, anyway, no, here's something in the jumper. orange. Um, <laughs> but, we, uh, but we're going to play that, and that's going to be as a trio. We do like a little. Um, like a bluegrassy kind of vibe to some stuff. Like oh, we so take cool. all the songs and and um, put a banjo and a fiddle on it and an acoustic guitar, and we all. So we tried it at, at in Tulsa. We were on the news and uh, we we're on Good Day Tulsa, and they had this one. Oh, we've been dope ass ribbon mic that they had, and um, they put us in front yeah, of, cool. and we all crowded around it old style. And yeah. um, do you guys take a picture from that do from view from that? 
storm deck or whatever they have out there. No, we didn't. No, do that. Dude, that was that was a cool that. storm deck. That no. was because is it? That. We did have yeah, a wild like turkey walk in the, the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, they have yeah. like a. That was kind of cool. <laughs> we, I've you know, heard about, I've heard that happens. I'm sure you guys got there really early, right? Because they film it at whatever you know seven in the morning or whatever it is. And yeah, we 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 got there and we were there early and I was like, I. Anyways, I caught the sunset coming up on that yeah. storm, and it was fucking really cool. It was like kind of yeah. cloudy and stormy, and it was badass. But yeah. I was just curious. No, I was like, didn't, I don't, I didn't I'm not a picture there. guy. I don't take a lot of pictures, but I was like, I'm gonna take a picture of that. We just got the turkey. Nice. The turkey. Yeah, was no, we got. yeah, we got a we got a, a turkey in the parking lot. That was the coolest thing that we got okay. to eat or like a physical. No, it walked in front of us. It walked. It trotted by us. Then we ate it. Yeah, yeah. I actually we smashed it over the head with my buddy's six thousand dollar pre war guitar. He's probably gonna get mad that it's more than six thousand dollars. You undervalued my guitar. How dare you? But uh, we clips on Ross Clayton's Instagram. It's true. Yeah, we did put those clips up. Um, They're on Instagram, and um, but we did that, and so I think that's what we're gonna do at ACM. We're gonna see what mics they have available and see if they. I'm sure they have one that that can get all three of us, and um, we're just gonna kind of crowd around it, Um, like uh, what's it called? Uh, In constant oh brother, where are thou? Yeah, yeah. I think we'll do that. Um, just see how it goes. I think it, you know it's fun. So we do that. Um, we can kind of strip it down however you want. Full band is obviously our preferred, um, but we also love doing just uh, kind of a bluegrassy sound. And then uh, Amanda and I play together. You know, yeah. just to kind of depends on the the room or the sound or whatever is happening. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great to have those um, options though, because it's yeah. it's like opens up the way for because there's a lot of venues that are just like. You can only really play them right. with one to two right. people, yeah. you know, right. with three yeah, people. Yeah, and you max, get those. Yeah, you get you know? a stage that's like the size of this table, yeah. and you're trying to fit four guys, you know, in a yeah. drum set. A drum set, set takes <laughs> up the stage. Right. right. Yeah. Who's all in the band? Uh, so Amanda Fortney is is my fiddle player. Uh, Clayton is my guitar player. Clayton Fike, uh, he's my lead guitar player. Tyler Herman uh, is my other guitar player. Also, he plays some lead. It's kind of cool to have two you know lead players in there um billy it, it's wiggington right wiggington, wiggington He's is our newest uh, edition newest edition bass player um and stephen sheffield uh spanky on the pots and pans hell yeah, um, yeah. Old spanky you gotta old have spanky. somebody with a high with a very questionable just nickname back That's there <laughs> just cooking in the kitchen you know what i mean yeah um yeah so stephen sheffield um on the drums and and stephen Steven's actually, uh, he's been with me since I got to Oklahoma. Um, oh, wow. He's been my drummer for almost... 20 years. For 35 <laughs> years. 45 years. It's been 87 years. <laughs> my locket's at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> uh, no, he, uh, he's been with me. He's, a, he's an OG. Um, but, shout uh, out to Spanky. Shout out to Spanky. Hell yeah, man. Uh, so you got the ACM show yep, coming up? We got ACM then- coming up, and then... Uh, we're playing something else in between. Grady's. We're playing Grady's 66 in oh, Yukon. Awesome venue. Love that's, Grady's. That's uh, on March 8th. And then I'm going to Louisiana to open up for my buddy, um, my buddy Al Boogie and his band, Old Whiskey Revival. Um, I'm going to go down there. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then in the summer, we're going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Are we allowed to announce that? Or yeah. No? Oh, I mean, yeah. it's not official yet, but I mean... 
poster-wise, but we're playing Red Brick Nights in Guthrie. Oh, but The July one. We're going to be headlining that one. Yeah, that'll cool. be fun. That's the one with all the fireworks, so it's nice. extra fun. Yeah. Oh, Sweet. and extra next week, people. next week we're doing the uh, Battle of the Bands for Calf Fry Festival. So, oh, yeah, yeah right. we're going Sweet. up to Tumbleweed, and we're going to, you know, just fool around up there for a little bit. And I mean, try those to, are... Those try are, to get a spot at Calf Fry, which would be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. Man, we played, uh, we played up in the... Not to overuse the word. I mean, we have overused it a million times already, but we played in the very luminary position. Oh. Luminary being, <laughs> we were literally on fire because we were about 10 inches My from the sun. Actually <laughs> yes, we were actually illuminated. We were at, illuminated at Cap Fry. Our buddy Jerry just fucking died. Like yeah, he just burst he, into flames. Oh no. He spontaneously yeah. Wait, combusted. is he a Phoenix though? Because then he'll come back. Did you guys play no, at Cap Fry? he's just Jared. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. awesome. We played with our buddy Levi Walker. I was kidding. Oh, nice. uh, okay. Our buddy Jerry's still with us. That's yeah, good. no, that's he's good. with us. He's out there doing his thing. But <laughs> yeah. he was very much alive. He was sweating his ass off. <laughs> his we, mullet it was very hot. His mullet was damp. But yeah, they have... Have you ever been out there to the I've, fest? No. It was my first time when we went and played there. Yeah, it's got they they have a stage that I guess they built. Um, yeah. I don't think many companies would send no, out I, that stage. Yeah, I think but it's a static. It's out there. Like I it's looked the at the stages. welds. It was definitely and <laughs> anyway, they have a bar underneath it, and then it's like a two story like stair thing, yeah. and on the top is where you play. Oh, that's rad. And it's. Yeah, it's like very close to the sun. It's yeah. cool. It feels it's like. very it's close. close. <laughs> at night, you know, yeah. during, at night it'd be awesome. But man, yeah. twelve o'clock was it? No, it was like eleven or something. It was, dude. It, it was, a, it was the opening done, slot. We yeah, had a it was hot. Ass to uh, Piedmont because we had a, we had a double show. We had we had. Yeah, uh, calf fry at like eleven. Then we had another show at two. Dude. No, I think it was later. I think it was at like three or four. I hope, yeah, that, yeah. but it was oh, close. It was, yeah, it was close. Was, was in the evening. There was, was a part of me that was like it, because I, I don't know how I got this like Battle of the Bands application thing, but it like showed up and it was a two minute you know application. And part of me was like, dude, I've been on national TV. I'm not fucking applying for anything. And then the other half of my brain. I was like, you should ask me to be in the cap fry. <laughs> and then the other half of my brain was like, hey, you degenerate. You don't, you haven't earned shit, dude. Just in a Ross Clay. Hustle, submit, man. Mis- yeah. Submission like, form to them. Pick that guitar up and hustle, man. You're not better than anybody. And I, I listen to that side of my brain more often. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get out there and I'm going to just, I'm going to hustle. I'm going to oh, yeah, play man. music. Have you guys been to Tumbleweed? I've, I've never not. played at Tumbleweed, but it's fun. It's a cool, it's a cool fucking venue. Oh, it's a, good yeah, it's big. What do you? What like is it? Nice five, six hundred people in there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool venue. It's larger. I mean, yeah. it's like built like a dance hall. Yeah, I it's don't an know old, it's old like Texas Billy dance Bob's. hall. Yeah. yeah. Have yeah. you been down to Billy Bob's? Yes. Down there, yeah. it's very Billy Bob'sy. Okay. Yeah. Kind yeah. of like a mini Billy Bob's. Yeah, it's a cool venue. That's rad. Yeah. Place. Yeah, and you see good PA. I've, I've, I've heard somebody. I forget who I went to go see play up there, but um. Yeah, I'm excited to play through that PA. Yeah, it's, hell yeah, man. You know, just good love when there's, when there's a good, yeah, rig, like, baked into the stage. Pretty the, much, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. So we're going to go do that next week. And, uh, well, I don't know when this comes out, but it's next week now. Um, but, yeah, so then we got we got a bunch of stuff coming up and, and some stuff in between. I got the unreleased stuff. Uh, That's another thing that we're working on. Kind of yeah. in the in the in the gears as we're yes. We're so there's a lot. There's conversations. I'm I'm having conversations with people in Nashville about possibly somebody picking it up. Um, one of those songs. So I'm kind of waiting on releasing that one. Oh, very cool. Because um, somebody else, somebody way bigger than me with number ones <clears throat> might be interested in in cutting it. So That's exciting. Yeah, That's that cool. would be. My dream come true. That's because I love performing and I love singing and I love being on stage. But what I love more is creating and being in the studio and writing. And, yeah, you know, um, not only is the big bucks there, right? Like if you're the writer on the song, 
but I just like that part of the process the most. Yeah. I'm passionate about performing, but I love being in the studio. It feels a little more something. like you have your say in things. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. 100% agree with you. Yeah. A little the less dog and pony show, you know, Definitely. get up there and be the affable, likable country star. Like, well, you can show up to the studio in sweatpants. Right. You know, That's another good comfortable. Part. Yeah. Huge plus. Relax. Huge plus. Mm hmm. Yeah, so that's my favorite part. And if I could do that, if I could transit, you know, get somebody to pick up a song and then kind of transition that into, and then play when I want, man, that'd be a dream come true. Hell yeah, so, man. Well, power uh, to you. I hope you yeah. get it. I hope it yeah. comes through for you because that would be awesome. Thank you. And then, yeah. you know, we get so many plays here. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Early days. See again. Mutual. We can all benefit. Who the fuck was the guy? A rising tide, right? Who was the guy that has the Zach Bryan video of him on the campfire? Who was, I want to know who was that guy? Who was that guy that had He's I think it, have, was, like, it was probably Zach Bryan's channel. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, probably. It was probably Zach Bryan who put it out, but um, yeah. Fantastic. He also probably didn't monetize it at that time because you can only monetize once you have like a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it probably, probably blew some. up and YouTube Bullshit. was just like, YouTube, yeah. Fuck they're you, like yeah, yeah, too late. You can't monetize it. Too late. I guarantee you that's what happened. Yeah, you should. Well, but, awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming out and uh, talking with us and performing yeah. for Thanks us for and doing us. all that cool we stuff. We will go on for three more hours, trust me. Oh, yeah, I could. Well, this has been a lot of fun. <laughs> um, Next time you guys need somebody or a co-host, call me. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I could do this for a while. Um, fantastic. Uh, everybody can find you at Ross Clayton. Just yeah, yep, like you that. can Google Ross Clayton and a um, bunch of shit will come up. But... Um, yeah, you, I'm at uh, Instagram, Ross underscore Clayton, on Facebook, Ross Clayton Music. Um, TikTok is Ross underscore Clayton, I think. So, Hell yeah. yeah. You They'll find, find you. There. They will find you. Yeah, you guys cool. will figure it out. You're smart. Awesome. Users. Yeah, we'll sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, thank you guys so much. And yeah. uh, looking forward to catching guys on a show soon. And um, hopefully everybody goes and I don't know why you'd be listening to this first and not going watching the Spark and Plug, but hopefully if you haven't, go you and watch the Spark and Plug. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. Uh, all right, this is Dylan signing off. and uh, This is Aaron. That's the guy in the jean shirt. So no, uh, It's an outer why layer. Why you always got to bring that, man? <laughs> you know, I'm never wearing this fucking jean This is the Spark and Plug Talks, and we're out of here. <laughs> Cut it, Eric. <laughs>